Hallelujah. God bless you, family. Thanks for joining me live. I'm going to be here sharing a lot of words. So come get in the presence of God. Come receive the word of the Lord. I believe there's some Christians out there that are getting easily provoked. You're easily angered. But why? And how can you be delivered of this spirit of irritation? How can you be delivered of this anger? Maybe you're at work and someone says something and you're just, you just get quick. You get sharp real quick. You get quick in the spirit, sharp in your emotions. And now you're irritated at them. You may not even say anything, but it's stirring up inside of you now emotionally. You may be good at holding your tongue, but you still get sharp. And now you're feeding into this irritation for five minutes. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and it just carries on the whole day. And then you go home and you tell your spouse about this irritation that you had just because somebody said something. Maybe you're there in the kitchen cooking with your significant other and they say something and boom, you're irritated. You're angry. You're sharp. You're, you're, you're quick. And, and you're just unleashing now your wrath upon that person. Maybe it's a friend, right? Maybe it's in a, it's in a group and you just get offended. You just get offended, irritated. And now you just want to unleash all of your wrath upon that person. Let's look at the word, uh, provoked. I'm here in blue letter Bible. It says to make sharp. To sharpen, you just get sharp real quick because somebody said one thing, right? You were there in the presence of God that morning in your Bible, praying, saying, I love you, Lord. You're the best, Jesus. Thank you for all you've done for me, God. But somebody says something and boom, you get sharp. Okay, it's irritated, provoke, aroused to anger, to make angry. Okay, so why are you getting provoked and irritated and angry so easily? I'm going to make it simple for you, my friend. It's because you do not love that person. There is no love for you in that person. Okay. There may be some other reasons. I'm going to give you some other reasons as well as the Holy Spirit leads. But the main reason why you get provoked and irritated in that conversation is because there's no love in you for them. What is love? The Bible says love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek his own, is not provoked. Love does not get provoked. Love doesn't get easily angered. Love doesn't get irritated, but love, it suffers long. Love is kind. Love is patient. Love is gentle. Love, it says, bears all things. It endures all things. The Father's love for us, He sent Jesus, and Jesus endured the cross, right? Enduring all things, all of your sin, all of your wickedness, all of your shame, He endured it for you. God suffers long. The Word of God says that the Lord is not slack concerning His promises, but He's long-suffering or he's 
patient toward us, right? How much more should we be patient toward other people? God waits sometimes hundreds or thousands of years to unleash his wrath upon a nation. He gives nations thousands, hundreds of years to repent, to turn from their old ways and to turn to the Lord. But why is this important? Well, Galatians 5.16, it talks about the fruits of the flesh and that those who practice the fruits of the flesh will not inherit the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God isn't something that you look and you say, hey, look, the kingdom of God isn't there. You don't see it in the physical. You don't see it with your natural eye, but you see it in the spirit. You dwell in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but it's righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost, okay? So God wants you to dwell in the kingdom. He wants you to be a kingdom citizen. He wants you to walk and live in the kingdom and to show other people the ways of the kingdom. But you're not going to be able to show anyone the kingdom if you don't have love in your heart for other people, especially your spouse. How are you going to love other people when you can't even love your spouse? How are you going to love God when you can't even love the person who you agreed to marry and be with your whole life? When you can't love your friends, when you can't love your brothers in Christ. 1 John 3.15 says, Whoever hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murder has eternal life abiding in him. Okay? You got hate in your heart? Take it to the Lord. Bring it to God. Confess it to him. First John 1 John 1.9 says, He is faithful and just to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If you can confess that sin, be real. The first part of deliverance is humbling yourself before God and recognizing that you got a problem. You got a real issue at hand. This irritation, this anger, it's a real issue, okay? Don't let it overwhelm you. Yes, it's a real issue. It's something that needs to be handled. But don't let it overwhelm you. Don't let it burden you, okay? Because Jesus died on the cross and he says, you are already pure because of the word that he has spoken to you. You are already clean. You are already made new. So have faith because when you can come to God with faith the size of a mustard seed, God says he'll move that mountain. And irritation is nothing that God can't handle. Anger is nothing that God can't handle. Okay? We also ought to lay down our lives for our brethren, for our spouses, for the people that God has called us to be surrounded with. But has God really called you into that relationship? Has God really called you to be surrounded by those people who live in the world and are trying to provoke you because they know you're a Christian? No, you shouldn't be getting provoked, but is that where God wants you to be? My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. You say that you love that person with your mouth, 
but love them indeed. Love them in truth, okay? Love rejoices in the truth is what it says in 1 Corinthians, okay? Be a lover of the truth. Galatians 5, 16 says, I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So how can you get rid of this irritation? How can you get rid of this anger? Okay, first, humble yourself before God, and then you can resist the devil. Once you humble yourselves and you submit to the Lord, you confess it to Him with your mouth. Maybe confess it to that person, okay? Confess your sin to them, that person that you always get irritated and anger. Uh, recognize it's a problem and confess it to them and God will deliver you, okay? But first you must humble yourself, confess it, and then you can resist this demonic activity, this spirit of wickedness that tries to come upon you, okay? Walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. What are the lusts of the flesh? Hatred is one of them. It says contentions, dissensions. This is important because those who practice these things will not inherit God's kingdom. Okay, so how to be delivered of this irritation, of this anger? Galatians 2.20, it says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So once somebody says something, that stirs up, that makes you quick in your emotions, that makes you quick in your heart, you need to recognize that, okay? You need to practice being mindful. You need to meditate in the word of the Lord. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all things, but in that spur of that moment when it happens, recognize it and crucify it. Put it to death. Don't give the devil power. You've already confessed it to God. You've already confessed it to that person. Now you have power to resist this, okay? You have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. You are a temple of the Lord. So walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Because the flesh goes to war with the Spirit. Each and every day you wake up, there's a war between your flesh and, and your spirit. Are you going to feed into the ways of the flesh? Or are you going to feed into your spirit? Right? Are you just going to keep on indulging in all those things of the world? Or are you going to indulge into the Holy Spirit that the Lord put inside of you by His blood? that he gave for you on that cross. Do not do the things that you wish, it says in Galatians 5.17. If you are led by the Spirit, you will no longer fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Amen.
So I pray that you receive this word. I know that God is changing things in your situation. He's helping you crucify this irritation and anger. And he's giving you a true love. A love that is patient. A love that is kind. Yes, you, you may work for the Lord. You may minister for God all day long. You may work in a church. You may be a pastor. You may be an evangelist. But you got this irritation, anger problem. Okay? Without love, we have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. You need love in your heart. God the Father gives good gifts, okay? So increase in your love for people because love is not provoked. The reason why you are provoked and irritated so easily is because you have no love in your heart. And I share this with you, not to condemn you, but so that way you may seek the Father, get in the secret place, have reverence for the Lord, develop that intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit and receive the wisdom and the fear of the Lord. God bless you, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me to hear the word of the Lord, and I'll see you in the next episode. God bless in Jesus' name.